Chapter thirty of Personal Narrative of Pilgrimage to El Medina and Mecca by Richard Francis Burton. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chapter thirty: The Ceremonies of the Yom al Nahr or the Third Day. At dawn on the Eid al Qurban, tenth of the Hijjah, Wednesday, September fourteenth, a gun warned us to lose no time. We arose hurriedly and started up the Batan Muhassar to Mina. By this means we lost at Muzdalifah the Salat al-Eid, or festival prayers, the great solemnity of the Muslim year, performed by all the community at daybreak. My companion was so anxious to reach Mecca that he would not hear of devotions. About 8 a.m. we entered the village and looked for the boy Muhammad in vain. Old Ali was dreadfully perplexed. A host of high-born Turkish pilgrims were, he said, expecting him. His mule was missing, could never appear. He must be late, should probably never reach Mecca. What would become of him? I began by administering admonition to the mind diseased. But signally failing in a cure, I amused myself with contemplating the world from my shukduf, leaving the office of directing it to the old Zemzemi. Now he stopped, then he pressed forward. Here he thought he saw Muhammad, there he discovered our tent. At one time he would knock the camel to wait, in patience, his supreme hour. At another, half mad with nervousness, he would urge the excellent Mas'ud to hopeless inquiries. Finally, by good fortune, we found one of the boy Muhammad's cousins, who led us to an enclosure called Hosh al-Uzam, in the southern portion of the Muna Basin, at the base of Mount Sabir. Footnote. Even pitching ground here is charged to pilgrims. End of footnote. There we pitched the tent, refreshed ourselves, and awaited the truant's return. Old Ali, failing to disturb my equanimity, attempted, as those who consort with philosophers often do, to quarrel with me. But finding no material wherewith to build a dispute in such fragment as, Ah, hmm, Allah, he hinted desperate intentions against the boy Muhammad. When, however, the youth appeared with even more jauntiness of mien than usual, Ali bin Yasin lost heart, brushed by him, mounted his mule, and doubtless cursing us under the tongue, rode away frowning viciously with his heels playing upon the beast's ribs. Muhammad had been delayed, he said, by the difficulty of finding asses. We were now to mount for the throwing. As a preliminary to which we washed with seven waters, the seven pebbles brought from Muzdalifa and bound them in our ihrams. Footnote. Some authorities advise that this rite of remi be performed on foot. End of footnote. Our first destination was the entrance to the western end of the long line which composes the Muna village. We found a swarming crowd in the narrow road opposite the Jamrat al-Aqaba, or as it is vulgarly called, the Shaytan al-Kibir, or the great devil footnote the word jamra is applied to the place of stoning as well as to the stones End of footnote. these names distinguish it from another pillar the wusta or central place of stoning built in the middle of muna and a third at the eastern end al-ula or the first place footnote these numbers mark the successive spots where the devil in the shape of an old sheikh appeared to adam abraham and ismail and was driven back by the simple process taught by gabriel of throwing stones at about the size of a bean End of footnote. the shaitan al-kibir is a dwarf buttress of rude masonry about eight feet high by two and a half broad 
placed against a rough wall of stones at the Meccan entrance to Mina, as the ceremony of Rami, or lapidation, must be performed on the first day by all pilgrims between sunrise and sunset, and as the fiend was malicious enough to appear in a rugged pass, the crowd makes the place dangerous. Footnote. I borrow this phrase from Ali Bey, who, however, speaks more like an ignorant Catalonian than a learned Abbasid, when he calls the pillar la maison du diable, and facetiously asserts that le diable a eu le malice de placer sa maison dans un lieu fort étroit qui n'a peut-être pas trente-quatre pieds de large. End of footnote. On one side of the road, which is not forty feet broad, stood a row of shops belonging principally to barbers. On the other side is the rugged wall against which the pillar stands, with a cheval de frise of Bedouin and naked boys. The narrow place was crowded with pilgrims, all struggling like drowning men to approach as near as possible to the devil. It would have been easy to run over the heads of the mass. Amongst them were horsemen with rearing chargers, Bedouin on wild camels, and grandees on mules and asses, with outrunners, were breaking away by assault and battery. I had read Ali Bey's self-felicitations upon escaping this place with only two wounds in the left leg, and I had duly provided myself with a hidden dagger. The precaution was not useless. Scarcely had my donkey entered the crowd than he was overthrown by dromedary, and I found myself under the stamping and roaring beast's stomach. Avoiding being trampled upon by a judicious use of the knife, I lost no time in escaping from a place so ignobly dangerous. Some Muslim travellers assert, in proof of the sanctity of the spot, that no Muslim is ever killed there. Meccans assured me that accidents are by no means rare. Presently the boy Muhammad fought his way out of the crowd with a bleeding nose. We both sat down upon a bench before a barber's booth, and schooled by adversity awaited with patience and opportunity. Finding an opening, we approached within about five cubits of the place, and holding each stone between the thumb and the forefinger of the right hand, we cast it at the pillar. Footnote. Some hold the pebble as a schoolboy does a marble, others between the thumb and the forefinger extended. Others shoot them from the thumb knuckle, and most men consult their convenience. End of footnote. Exclaiming, In the name of Allah, and Allah is Almighty, I do this in hatred of the fiend, and to his shame after which came the tahlil and the thana or praise to allah the seven stones being duly thrown we retired and entering the barber's booth took our places upon one of the earthen benches around it this was the time to remove the ihram or the pilgrim's garb and return to ihlal the normal state of al-islam the barber shaved our heads and after trimming our beards and cutting our nails made us repeat these words I purpose loosening my ihram according to the practice of the Prophet, whom may Allah bless and preserve. O Allah, make unto me in every hair a light, a purity, and a generous reward. In the name of Allah, and Allah is Almighty. At the conclusion of his labor, the barber politely addressed us to Naiman, pleasure to you, to which we as ceremoniously replied, Allah give thee pleasure. Footnote. The barber removed all my hair. Hanafis shave at least a quarter of the head. Shafi'is a few hairs on the right side. The prayer is, as usual, differently worded. 
some saying o oh allah this is my forelock is in thy hand then grant me for every hair a light on resurrection day by thy mercy o most merciful of the merciful i remarked that the hair was allowed to lie upon the ground whereas strict muslims with that reverence for man's body the temple of the supreme which characterizes their creed carefully buried in the earth End of footnote. we had no clothes with us but we could use our cloths to cover our heads and slippers to defend our feet from the fiery sun and we now could safely twirl our mustachios and stroke our beards placid enjoyments of which we had been deprived by the laws of pilgrimage after resting about an hour in the booth which though crowded with sitting customers was delightfully cool compared with the burning glare of the road we mounted our asses and at eleven a m we started mecca wards this return from minna to mecca is called an nafr or the flight footnote this word is confined with defa by many muslim authors some speak of the nafr from arafah to Muzdalifa and the daf from Muzdalifa to minna i have used the words as my mutawif used them End of footnote we did not fail to keep our asses at speed with a few halts to refresh ourselves with gugglets of water there was nothing remarkable in the scene our ride in was a repetition of our ride out in about half an hour we entered the city passing through that classical locality called batan quraish which was crowded with people and then we repaired to the boy mohammed's house for the purpose of bathing and preparing to visit the kaaba shortly after our arrival the youth returned home in a state of excitement exclaiming rise effendi dress and follow me the kaaba though open would for a time be empty so that we should escape the crowd my pilgrim's garb which had not been removed was made to look neat and somewhat indian and we sallied forth together without loss of time the crowd had gathered around the kaaba i had no wish to stand bareheaded and barefooted in midday september sun at the cry of open the path for the haji who would enter the house the gazers made way two stout meccans who stood below the door raised me in their arms whilst a third drew me from above into the building at the entrance i was accosted by several officials dark-looking meccans of whom the blackest and plainest was a youth of the benu sheba family footnote they keep the keys of the house in my day the head of the family was sheikh ahmed End of the sang azul of al-hijaz he held in his hand the huge silver-gilt padlock of the kaaba in ibn jubayr's time this large padlock was of gold it is said popularly that none but the banu sheba can open it a minor miracle doubtless proceeding from the art of some eastern hobs or barama End of and presently taking his seat upon a kind of wooden press in the left corner of the hall he officially inquired my name nation and other particulars the replies were satisfactory and the boy mohammed was authoritatively ordered to conduct me around the building and to recite the prayers i will not deny that looking at the windowless walls the officials at the door and the crowd of excited fanatics below and the place death considering who i was footnote however safe a christian might be at mecca nothing could preserve him from the ready knives of enraged fanatics if detected in the house the very idea is pollution to a muslim and a footnote 
my feelings were of a trapped rat description acknowledged by the immortal nephew of his uncle perez this did not however prevent my carefully observing the scene during our long prayers and making a rough plan with a pencil upon my white ihram nothing is more simple than the interior of this celebrated building the pavement which is level with the ground is composed of slabs of fine and various coloured marbles mostly however white disposed checkerwise the walls as far as they can be seen are of the same material but the pieces are irregularly shaped and many of them are engraved with long inscriptions in the soles and other modern characters the upper part of the walls together with the ceiling at which it is considered disrespectful to look are covered with handsome red damask footnote i do not know the origin of this superstition but it would be unsafe for a pilgrim to look fixedly at the kaaba ceiling under the arras i was told is a strong planking of saj or indian teak and above it a stuccoed satih or flat roof and a footnote flowered over with gold and tucked up about six feet high so as to be removed from pilgrims hands footnote exactly realizing the description of our english bard goodly arras of great majesty woven with gold and silk so close and near that the rich metal lurked privily as feigning to be hid from envious eye End of footnote. the flat roof is upheld by three cross-beams whose shapes appear under the arras they rest upon the eastern and western walls and are supported in the centre by three columns footnote. ibn jubair mentions three columns of teak burkhardt and ali bey too in alfasi's day there were four the quraysh erected six columns in double row generally the pillars have been three in number End of footnote covered with carved and ornamented aloes wood footnote this wood which has been used of old to ornament sacred buildings in the east is brought to mecca in great quantities by the malay and java pilgrims the best kind is known by its oldly appearance and a fizzing sound in fire the cunning vendors easily supply it with desiderata End of footnote. at the iraqi corner there is a dwarf door called babatoba of repentance Footnote. Ibn Jubair calls it Bab al-Rahma. End of footnote. It leads into a narrow passage and to the staircase by which the servants ascend to the roof. It is never opened except for working purposes. The aswad or aside corner. Footnote. The hajar aswad is also called al-asad or the propitious. End of footnote. Is occupied by a flat-topped and quadrant-shaped press or safe. Footnote here in ibn jubair's time stood two boxes full of qur'ans End of footnote. in which at times is placed the key of the kaaba the key is sometimes in the hands of a child of the house of sheba who sits in state with black slaves on both sides End of footnote. both door and safe are of aloes wood between the columns and about nine feet from the ground ran bars of a metal which i could not distinguish and hanging between them were many lamps said to be gold although there were in the kaaba but a few attendants engaged in preparing it for the entrance of the pilgrims footnote in ibn jubair's day the kaaba was opened with more ceremony the ladder was rolled up to the door and the chief of the banu sheba ascending it was covered by attendants with a black veil from head to foot whilst he opened the padlock 
then having kissed the threshold he entered shut the door behind him and prayed two rakats after which all the banu shayba and lastly the vulgar were admitted in these days the veil is obsolete the sheikh enters the kaaba alone perfumes it and prays the pilgrims are then admitted en masse and the style in which the eunuchs handle their quarter staves form a scene more animated than decorous and a footnote the windowless stone walls and the choked-up door made it worse than the piombi of venice perspiration trickled in large drops and i thought with horror what it must have been when filled with a mass of fiercely jostling and crushing fanatics our devotions consisted of two bow prayer footnote some pray four instead of two bows and a footnote followed by long supplications at the shami or the west corner the iraqi or the northern angle the yemeni the south and lastly opposite the third of the black wall footnote burkhardt erroneously says in every corner and a footnote these concluded i returned to the door where payment is made the boy mohammed told me that the total expense would be seven dollars at the same time he had been indulging aloud in his favourite rodomantade boasting of my greatness and had declared me to be an indian pilgrim a race still supposed at mecca to be made of gold footnote these indians are ever in extremes paupers or millionaires and like all moslems the more they pay at mecca the higher becomes their character and religious titles a turkish pasha seldom squanders as much money as does a muslim merchant from the far east khudabakhsh the lahore shawl dealer owned to having spent eight hundred liras in feasting and presents he appeared to consider that sum a trifle although had a debtor carried off one teeth of it his health would have been seriously affected and a footnote when seven dollars were tendered they were rejected with instance expecting something of the kind i had been careful to bring no more than eight being pulled and interpolated by half a dozen attendants my course was to look stupid and to pretend ignorance of the language presently the sheba youth bethought him of a contrivance drawing forth from the press the key of the kaaba he partly bared it of its green silk gold letter etui and rubbed a golden knob quarter-foil shaped upon my eyes in order to brighten them footnote the cover of the key is made like abraham's veil of three colours red black and green it is of silk embroidered with golden letters and upon it are written the bismillah the name of the reigning sultan bag of the key of the holy kaaba and a bracelet from the family of al-imran quran chapter three it is made like the kiswa at khurunfish a place that will be noticed below and a footnote i submitted to the operation with a good grace and added a dollar my last to the former offering the sharif received it with a hopeless glance and to my satisfaction would not put forth his hand to be kissed then the attendants began to demand veils i replied by opening my empty pouch when let down from the door by the two brawny meccans i was expected to pay them and accordingly appointed to meet them at the boy mohammed's house an arrangement to which they grumblingly assented when delivered from these troubles i was congratulated by my sharp companion thus wallah fendi thou hast escaped well some men have left their skins behind footnote a corset 
or pilati the idea is common to most imaginative nations End of footnote. all pilgrims do not enter the kaaba and many refuse to do so for religious reasons footnote. the same is the case at al medina many religious men object on conscientious grounds to enter the prophet's mosque the poet quoted below many visitations to al medina but never would persuade himself to approach the tomb the esquire carver saw two young turks who had voluntarily had their eyes thrust out at mecca as soon as they had seen the glory and visible sanctity of the tomb of mohammed i doubt the fact which thus appears ushered in by a fiction and a footnote Amar Effendi, for instance, who had never missed a pilgrimage, had never seen the interior of the Kaaba. Footnote. I have not thought it necessary to go deep into the list of muharramat or actions forbidden to the pilgrim who has entered the Kaaba. They are numerous and meaningless. End of footnote. Those who treat the hollowed floor are bound, among other things, never again to walk barefooted, to take up fire with fingers, or to tell lies most really conscientious men cannot afford the luxuries of slippers tongs and truth so thought thomas when offered the apple which would have given him the tongue that cannot lie my tongue is mine ain true thomas said a goodly gift ye wad gie to me i neither daud to buy nor sell at fair or tryst where i may be i daud neither speak to prince or peer nor ask of grace from fair lady amongst the hindus i have met with men who have proceeded upon a pilgrimage to dwarka and yet who would not receive the brand of the god because lying would be forbidden to them a confidential servant of a friend in bombay naively declared that he had not been marked as the act would have ruined him there is a sad truth in what he said lying to the oriental is meat and drink and the roof that shelters him the Kaaba had been dressed in her new attire when we entered. Footnote. The use of the feminine pronoun is explained below. When unclothed, the Kaaba is called Ariana, or naked, in opposition to its normal state, Muharrama, or clad in Ihram. In Burkhardt's time, the house remained naked for fifteen days. Now the investiture is effected in a few hours. End of footnote the covering however instead of being secured at the bottom of the metal rings in the basement was tucked up by ropes from the roof and depended over each face in two long tongues it was of brilliant black and the hezam the zone or golden band running round the upper portion of the building as well as the burqa were of dazzling brightness footnote the gold embroidered curtain covering the kaaba door is called by the learned burqa al-kaaba or the kaaba's face veil the vulgar burqa fatima they connected in idea with the prophet's daughter and a footnote the origin of this custom must be sought in the ancient practice of typifying the church visible by a virgin or a bride the poet abdurrahim al-burai in one of his gnostic effusions has embodied the idea and mecca's bride i e the kaaba is displayed with miraculous signs this idea doubtless led to the face veil the covering and the guardianship of the eunuchs the meccan temple was first dressed as a mark of honour by tubba the Himyarit when he judaized footnote the pyramids it is said were covered from base to summit with yellow silk or satin and a footnote 
if we accept this fact which is vouched for by oriental history we are led to the conclusion that the children of israel settled at mecca had connected the temple with their own faith and as a colorally that the prophet of al-islam introduced their apocryphal tradition into this creed the pagan arabs did not remove the coverings the old and torn kiswa was covered with a new cloth and the weight threatened to crush the building footnote at present the kiswa it need scarcely be said does not cover the flat roof and a footnote from the time of qusay the kaaba was veiled by subscription till abu rabiat al mughayra bin abdullah who having acquired great wealth by commerce offered to provide the kiswa on alternate years and thereby gain the name of al adil the prophet preferred the covering of fine yemen cloth and directed the expense to be defrayed by the bayt al-mal or public treasury Omar chose egyptian linen ordering the kiswa to be renewed every year and this old covering to be distributed among the pilgrims in the reign of uthman the kaaba was twice clothed in winter and summer for the former season it received a kameez or thobe of brocade with an izar or veil for the latter a suit of fine linen Muawiyah first supplied linen and brocade he afterwards exchanged the former for striped yemen stuff and ordered shaiban bin uthman to strip the kaaba and to perfume the walls with khaluq shaiba divided the old kiswa among the pilgrims and abdullah bin abbas did not object to this distribution Footnote. when shaiba proposed to bury the old kiswa so that it might not be worn by the impure Aisha also directed him to sell it, and to distribute the proceeds to the poor. The Meccans still follow the first half, but neglect the other part of the order given by the mother of the Muslims. Qadi Khan advises the proceeds of the sale being devoted to the repairs of the temple. The Siraj al-Wahaj positively forbids as a sin the cutting, transporting, selling, buying, and placing it between the leaves of the Qur'an, Qutbuddin, from whom I borrow these particulars, introduces some fine and causeistic distinctions. In his day, however, the Banu Shayba claimed the old after the arrival of the new Kiswa, and their right to it was admitted. To the present day they continue to sell it. End of footnote. The Caliph Ma'mun of the ninth century ordered the dress to be changed three times a year. In his day it was red brocade on the 10th of Muharram, fine linen on the first of rajab and white brocade on the first of shawwal at last he was informed that the veil applied on the tenth of muharram was too closely followed by the red brocade in the next month and that it required renewing on the first of shawwal this he ordered to be done al mutawakkil of the ninth century when informed that the dress was spoiled by pilgrims at first ordered two to be given and the brocade shirt to be let down as far as the pavement at last he sent a new veil every two months during the caliphate of the abbasids this investiture came to signify sovereignty in al-hijaz which passed alternately from baghdad to egypt and al-yaman in al-idrisi's time twelfth century a d the kiswa was composed of black silk and renewed every year by the caliph of baghdad ibn jubayr writes that it was green and gold the kiswa remained with egypt and sultan cologne of the nineteenth century footnote some authors also mention a green kiswa applied by this monarch embroidered on it were certain verselets of the quran 
and the formula of the Muslim faith and the names of the Prophet's companions. End of footnote. Conveyed the rents of two villages, Baisus and Sinbus. Footnote. Borkhart says Baisus and Sandabir. End of footnote. To the expense of providing an outer black and an inner red curtain to the Kaaba, with hangings for the Prophet's tomb at Al Medina. When the Holy Land fell under the power of Uthmani, Sultan Salim ordered the Kiswa to be black, and his son Sultan Suleiman the Magnificent of the sixteenth century A.D. devoted considerable sums to the purpose. The Kiswa was afterwards renewed at the ascension of each Sultan and the Wahhabis, during the first year of their conquest, covered the Kaaba with a red kiswa of the same stuff as the fine Arabian abba, or cloak, and made it at Al-Hasa. The kiswa is now worked at a current factory called Al-Khurunfush, of the Tumbab Shairiya in Cairo. It is made by a hereditary family called the Bayt al-Sadi, and as the specimen in my possession proves, it is a coarse tissue of silk and cotton mixed. The kiswa is composed of eight pieces, two of each face of the Kaaba, the seams being concealed by the hizam, a broad band which at a distance looks like gold. It is lined with a white calico, and it is supplied with cotton ropes. Anciently, it is said, all the Qur'an was interwoven into it. Now it is inscribed, Verily, the first of houses founded for mankind to worship is that at Bakka, blessed and a direction to all creatures. Footnote. From the family of Al-Imran, chapter 3. Bakka is a place of crowding, hence applied to Mecca generally. Some writers, however, limit it to the part of the city around the harem. End of footnote. Together with the seven chapters, namely the cave, Maryam, the family of Al-Imran, Repentance, Taha, and Yasin, and Tabarak. The characters that is called Tumar, the largest style of eastern calligraphy, legible from a considerable distance. Footnote. It is larger than the souls. Admirers of eastern calligraphy may see a Bismillah beautifully written in Tumar, on the wall of Sultan Mu'ayyad's mosque at Cairo. End of footnote. The Hizam is a band about two feet broad, and surrounding the Kaaba at two-thirds of its height. It is divided into four pieces, which are sewn together. On the first and second is inscribed the throne verselet, and on the third and fourth the titles of the reigning Sultan, these inscriptions, like the burqa or the door curtain, are gold-worked into red silk by the Bayt al-Sadi. When the kiswa is ready at Khurunfush, it is carried in procession to the mosque al-Hasanayn, where it is lined, sewn, and prepared for the journey. Footnote. Mr. Lane was given an ample and accurate description of the kiswa. I have added a few details derived from Khalil Effendi of Cairo, a professor of Arabic and an excellent French scholar. End of footnote. After quitting the Kaaba, I returned home exhausted and washed with henna and warm water to mitigate the pain of the sun's calls upon my arms, shoulders, and breast. The house was empty, all the Turkish pilgrims being still at Mina, and the Kibira, the old lady, received me with peculiar attention. 
i was ushered into a room whose teak wainscotings covered with kufic and other inscriptions large carpets and ample divans still showed a sort of ragged splendour the family had seen better days the sharif ghalib having confiscated three of its houses but it is still proud and cannot merge the past into the present in the drawing-room where the turkish colonel occupied when at mecca the kabira supplied me with a pipe coffee cold water and breakfast i won her heart by praising the graceless boy mohammed and like all mothers she dearly loved the scamp of the family when he entered and saw his maternal parent standing near me with only the end of her veil drawn over her mouth he began to scold her with diverse insinuations soon thou wilt sit amongst the men in the hall he exclaimed o oh, my son rejoined the kabira fear allah thy mother is in years and truly she was so being at least fifty ah sneered the youth who had formed as boys of the world must do or appear to do a very low estimate of the sex the old lady understood the drift of the exclamation and departed with a half laughing may allah disappoint thee she soon however returned bringing me water for ablution and having heard that i had not yet sacrificed a sheep at minna enjoined me to return and perform without delay the important rite after resuming our local toilette and dressing gaily for the great festival we mounted our asses about the cool of the afternoon and returning to munna we found the tent full of visitors ali bin yasin the zemzemi had sent me an amphora of holy water and the carrier was awaiting the customary dollar with him were several meccans one of whom spoke excellent persian we sat down and chatted together for an hour and afterwards i learned from the boy mohammed that all had pronounced me to be an ajami after their departure we debated about the victim which is only a sunnah or practice of the prophet Footnote. those who omit the right fast ten days three during the pilgrimage season and the remaining seven at some other time End of footnote it is generally sacrificed immediately after the first lapidation and we had already been guilty of delay under these circumstances and considering the meagre condition of my purse i would not buy a sheep but contented myself with watching my neighbours they gave themselves great trouble especially a large party of indians pitched near us to buy the victim cheap but the bedouin were not less acute and he was happy who paid less than a dollar and a quarter some preferred contributing to buy a lean ox none but the sharif and the principal dignitaries slaughtered camels the pilgrims dragged their victims to a smooth rock near the aqaba above which stands a small open pavilion whose sides red with fresh blood showed that the prince and his attendants had been busy at sacrifice Footnote the camel is sacrificed by thrusting a pointed instrument into the interval between the strenum and the neck this anomaly may be accounted for by the thickness and the hardness of the muscles of the camel's throat End of footnote. others stood before their tents and directing the victim's face towards the kaaba cut its throat ejaculating bismillahi allahu akbar footnote it is strange that the accurate burkhart should make the muslim say when slaughtering or sacrificing in the name of the most merciful god 
as mr lane justly observes the attribute of mercy is omitted on these occasions End of footnote. the boy mohammed sneeringly directed my attention to the indians who being a mild race had hired an arab butcher to do the deed of blood and he aroused all sheikh noor's ire by his taunting comments upon the chicken-heartedness of the men of hind it is considered a meritorious act to give away the victim without eating any portion of its flesh parties of takrori might be seen sitting vulture-like contemplating the sheep and goats and no sooner was the signal given than they fell upon the bodies and cut them up without removing them the surface of the valley soon came to resemble the dirtiest slaughter-house and my prescient soul drew bad auguries for the future we had spent a sultry afternoon in the basin of muna which is not unlike a volcanic crater an Aden closed up at the seaside towards night the occasional puffs of simum ceased and through the air of deadly stillness a mass of purple nimbus bisected by a thin grey line of mist cloud rolled down upon us from the taif hills when the darkness gave the signal most of the pilgrims pressed towards the square in front of the muna mosque to enjoy the pyrotechnics and the discharge of cannon but during the spectacle came on a windy storm whose lightnings flashing their fire from pole to pole paled the rockets and whose thunderings re-echoed by the rocky hills dumbed the puny artillery of men we were disappointed in our hopes of rain a few huge drops pattered upon the plain and sank into its thirsty entrails all the rest was thunder and lightning dust clouds and whirlwind End of chapter 30